Broadcasting live. 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 From a tiny building in the middle of nowhere. To southwest Michigan and around the world. It's Dana, I love Prince in a profound way, Marshall, and Chelsea Rose. She's from Florida. Enough said. It's Dana and Chelsea in the morning on 103.3 KFR. Good morning. Good morning. We made it to Friday. Yes, we're here. Friday, October 7th, 2022. Weather-wise, a little chillier today. Definitely chillier than yesterday, that's for sure. Uh, it's going to be cloudy skies today, becoming sunny this afternoon, so that'll be nice. But the high today is going to be around 50. Uh, tonight, cloudy with frost, a low of 34. And then tomorrow, sunny and breezy with another high of 50. Right now, 42 Battle Creek, 41 in Kalamazoo. We will be heating things up, though, with a Friday dance party to celebrate the end of the work week. So throughout the show, we're going to be throwing on some songs maybe you haven't heard in a while, but we'll definitely get your butt moving. Our question of the day today, what is the worst Halloween candy? We're right around the corner. Yeah, it, time is going faster and faster. Tap that chat button on the KFR app with your answer. We'll be reading your answers coming up. Also, birthday banger coming up this morning. Yeah, this is the last day. The very last day to Tick- snag those Ed Sheeran tickets. Yeah, Ed Sheeran tickets, no big deal. Ugh. Khalid, no big whoop. So uh, jealous. <laughs> I'm so jealous. <laughs> this is going to be one heck of a show. Again, birthday banger to win those tickets. Just tap that chat button on the KFR app. Send us your date of birth. We'll do the rest. Who knows? Maybe you're going to walk away with a pair of Ed Sheeran tickets. Good luck. Fingers crossed. All right, let's get the show started. We always like to kick, kick the uh, show off. I don't like to talk. We yeah. always like to kick the show off with a uh, song to get your butt moving. Now, this song isn't the most up-tempo of songs, but I thought to celebrate the birthday of one Bruno Mars on a Friday, this song is perfect. Yeah, why not? Find out what song we're talking about next. A couple of tabs, and you've got today's best music anywhere. 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 Open the App Store, search WKFR, download and play. The 103.3 KFR app. Excellent choice. Powered by Airway Auto Parts and Recycling. Don't scrap your car. Get instant cash from Airway. The 103.3 KFR Facebook friend of the day. Like the 103.3 KFR Facebook page, interact with us in some form, and you might be the Facebook friend of the day like... Andy Lindhout. Lindhout? I'm sorry, Andy. 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 Andy L. <laughs> All right, there's an article up. Actually, I think you wrote this, didn't you, Chelsea? I, I about the did. tiny <laughs> stolen house from downtown Kalamazoo. So this is part of the like the skeletor display that's going up in downtown Kalamazoo, like with the little, little skeletons put around the area. Right. One of them had a little tiny haunted house, like five foot tall, that went along with it. Apparently, it went missing uh, before the display was even fully set up. That thing was taken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and apparently, this is not. An unusual thing. We've seen no. this happen in movies. Yes. And apparently the reason why it happens in movies so much is because I think every small to medium town goes through this. Well, and Andy points that out. Yes, exactly. Andy goes, I remember when I was a kid and baby Jesus was always stolen from the manger scene in Bronson Park. I think at one point they had to anchor him down so people wouldn't steal Everybody, everybody's trying to get their hands on eight pounds, six ounce baby Jesus. Apparently. Now, here's the good news. The little miniature haunted house was, I mean, I within hours was Quickly. returned yeah. uh, to downtown Kalamazoo. So uh, so that's the good news there. <laughs> but thing. I cannot believe that people just kept stealing baby. I mean, that had to just become a tradition. Like, who's going to steal the baby Jesus this year? <laughs> 
the shame you would bring upon your family if it was found out. Like, you, you know, like, because I have to assume this is a teenager thing. Yeah. Right? It feels like it. And so then all of a sudden they find out it's you or yeah. like one day yeah. dad's cleaning, cleaning out the shed and finds five baby Jesuses. He's <laughs> like, like shoved under the bed. Yeah. Says, what? What is this? <laughs> well, Andy, with all this being said, uh, uh, I, I feel like you're a first timer with us today. So oh, please sorry. don't be offended, but this is what you've won. You mm. get Nothing. Good day, sir. It's nothing personal. We just uh, don't have anything. (laughs) You've won a baby Jesus. Could you imagine? That would be great. That would be hilarious. We don't have the resources. Somebody would get mad at us. Yes. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being a part of the KFR Facebook page and for being a part of the show. You are today's KFR Facebook friend of the day. It's Hollywood Dirt with Chelsea Rose on 103.3 KFR. So the group Right Said Fred is upset with Beyonce for sampling I'm Too Sexy in her song, uh, Alien Superstar. Now, this is no disrespect to Right Said Fred. I didn't know they were still a thing. Honestly, that you I didn't did know because they're know. too sexy yeah, for you to know, I, I, I guess. just couldn't even look in their direction. Too sexy. They're right. so sexy. So um, they're upset that Beyonce sampled them. That sounds bananas to me. Yeah, but they posted, you know, normally the artist approaches us, but Beyonce didn't because she is such an arrogant person. This is their post. Uh, they continued saying she just had probably thought, uh, oh, come and get me. So we heard about it after the fact. Uh, when you did, like when we, the audience heard the song Alien Superstar. Uh, to use our melody, they need our permission so they can send us the demo and we approve it. And of course, we get a co-write credit. But with this Beyonce thing, there are like 22 writers. It's ridiculous. So we would get about 60 bucks. So basically, it sounds like they're complaining that they weren't asked permission, but still aren't going to pursue anything besides making a post saying they're angry at Beyonce. It sounds to me like this is more of a courtesy anger. Right. Because it, the, the way he explained it is not how it works. Right. Normally, <laughs> the management team or whoever yeah. owns the publishing, yeah. they're approached by the other artist management team. The artists have nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah. That's an, an unfortunate truth. And sometimes an artist just steps up and hey, by the way, if you don't mind, I would like to use this. It, it, it's ceremonial more than anything. Yeah, and I it think, means nothing. I think it's a pretty interesting to have the opinion that Beyonce's like, come and get me, right, said Fred. Like, come on, I don't think she has the time. Nope. I don't think she has the time. So, and quite honestly, I didn't even hear the sample in Alien Superstar. I've listened to that song a couple times. I didn't even pick up on it. And, and listen, you, you you have one hit in the That's early 90s. <laughs> and you're just, you're trying to pick on Beyonce. It's weird, like, dude. It's an odd move, for yeah. sure. But uh, entertaining, I guess. Uh, well, it looks like the video game, The Oregon Trail, is being made into a movie musical. <laughs> What? I can't deal with this. This is surprising to me because like my generation, I don't I don't know. It was like a very popular game in the 80s and 90s. But my generation, from what I know, my friends just kind of played it in school because there was there was like nothing else to play at the time. Right. It wasn't something like they went out of their way to go buy and play. No. Uh, no. So if you don't know about the game, The Oregon Trail, it simulates the westward expansion of American pioneers, many of whom took the Oregon Trail to reach their destination. But along the way, they died of dysentery, starvation, thirst. I think you would die in the video game if you got like a cut on your finger. Like there were so many ways that you would just fail at this game. Well, the creators of Lyle Lyle Crocodile, which I think is coming out this weekend, uh, are taking on this project and say they hope to make it a dark comedy as well. Okay. okay. All right. Now I'm on board. Now I'm on board, board, right? right. I'll I'll 
watch the dark comedy musical White right uh as of right now there is no release date but um mm. looking forward to that. That's odd. And finally here Will Ferrell uh surprised bar goers when he walked into a McKay Idaho bar. Now this place is like in the middle of nowhere. I think it's about 30 minutes outside of Boise and has a population of 500 people. So when Will Ferrell walked into this bar, everyone was like, "Oh, it's just some guy who looks like Will Ferrell, but he was actually in town for a fishing tournament." So he stayed there, drank, played some pool and left and yeah, I don't think they knew. Actually, it was three and a half hours oh, excuse outside me. of Boise. So it's really out it the middle really of just, nowhere. It really just in the middle of nowhere, this I mean, tiny little population town. Population 500. 500 people. Think about that. <laughs> I, I also would not believe it if I saw a guy who looked like Will Ferrell walk the door. I would like, just oh, wow. assume yeah. it was a guy that looked like Will exactly. Ferrell. I'm if not I'm gonna, in a town of 500 there's people. There's no way. Yeah. At this little bar called what, like Perks Place? No, get out of here. I'm not <laughs> Will Ferrell, but... Hey, if you have family that was there, uh, they hung out with Will Ferrell. There you go. Well, that's the Hollywood dirt. Dana and Chelsea in the morning. They wake me up. Yeah, yeah. Be part of the show by clicking the chat button on the 103.3 KFR app. Zoo's number one hit music station, 103.3 KFR. Good morning. Good morning. Dana and Chelsea here with your question of the day. Uh, what's the worst Halloween candy? The worst Halloween candy is the question. Let us know your answer by tapping the chat button on the KFR app. Well, let's start with you, Chelsea. Yeah, this is hard to pick, but because it's been so long since I've, you know, gone trick-or-treating. If I want a bag of candy, I'm just going to go buy that five-pound bag of candy that I like. You know what I mean? Halloween is an excuse to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but for me, I think the one I hated the most when I was participating in trick-or-treating was sweet tarts. I really like them. Just really? Kind of, like chalky. Mm. It, it is like tiny little pieces of chalk. Yeah, I never really, really thought of it that way. <laughs> Now, you, like you're it. talking about the ones that have the, the writing on them, right? No. No, you're not talking about the little chalky things you're talking well, those, about. Well, those are more around, you know, uh, Valentine's Day that you'll see those. I'm talking about the little, they're little you're tiny. Right. They almost look like, uh, I don't know, mints, you know what I mean? But they're they're tart. Right. But they're still very, to me, chalky. Yeah, I don't like, I, I normally don't like the, uh, I like candy to be sweet. I don't like it to be like a tart situation anyway. Like, right, so- and I don't need like powder on my tongue when I'm <laughs> So my relationship with Halloween candy is very complicated in the way that um, what I consider to be the worst Halloween candy is also my favorite. I know. I told you it's complicated. (laughs) Go on. And they are named deceptively. So I had to Google it this morning to find out what they're called. Remember the Halloween candies that are always in either black or orange wrappers and they're super hard. They are rock hard candies. Yeah. They're actually called peanut butter kisses. I love how they taste. I just don't like the feeling that my teeth are going to break when I bite into them. Yeah, and I thought peanut butter kisses would be like the Hershey's kisses, the ones that are swirled with peanut butter. That's what I would yeah. think. Yeah. I don't think of something that's like I'm biting into a delicious rock. Right. <laughs> I don't think peanut butter. I know me either. It's <laughs> or kisses. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that's not it at all. I mean, it. There, it's so much work just to chew on one. Oh my god! And then the whole time, if you have fillings, you're like, I hope I don't pull well, a filling yeah, out. There it goes. <laughs> Calling my dentist this weekend. Oh man. <laughs> All right, so what's the worst Halloween candy in your opinion? Let us know by tapping that chat button on the KFR app. We'll be reading your answers. Kalamazoo's number one hit music station, 103.3 KFR. Good morning. Good morning. Dana and Chelsea here. We have your question of the day. Uh, What's the worst Halloween candy? Give us your answer by tapping that chat button on the KFR app. Andy says, why ask when there's a picture of it right there? Now, Andy is referring to our Facebook post where we asked this question. And you used uh, candy corn? Yes. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) 
candy corn is interesting where some people really hate it. Some people love it. I mean, I just, I like it. I'm just indifferent. Yeah. Brian says, pennies, they taste terrible. <laughs> Correct, Brian. Yeah. Correct. Uh, Christine says, black licorice. Yeah, that's oh. another very popular hated candy. Why? I don't understand why it exists. Somebody likes it. Somebody, Somebody out, out there, there is buying it. it. Somebody. Mm. Sarah says circus peanuts. Same thing. Somebody out there is buying these things. They I don't have think to I've be. I've seen those in forever. Have you been looking they, though? They look like they look like dog toys. They yes. They really do. They look like they're made of styrofoam yeah. or something squishy, but they're actually like edible. What's going on it's there? Weird. Uh Samantha says peeps. Yeah. Same thing. Very uh polarizing peeps. Pe- people people love peeps or they hate peeps. Yeah. Again, I don't have passion for the peeps no. either way. <laughs> I'm not even doing this on purpose. <laughs> I, so I can't Triska says Tootsie Rolls and those fruit Tootsie Rolls. Well, it's kind of like regular Tootsie Rolls. Yeah. It's a lot of work, though. You know, a lot of chewing. Right. <laughs> that. What's the worst Halloween candy? Vince says vegetables. Who's out here handing out vegetables for Halloween candy? Who? You point them out. Can you imagine just like opening the door to like trick or treat and they hand you a, a can of corn? Like I don't, what? Yeah, I don't care if you have good intentions or you're purposely don't being do cruel. It. Don't do that. It's Halloween. Don't do that. Tammy says Whoppers. Oh, I love Whoppers. Oh, I forgot about Whoppers. I forgot about those things. Just says those wax bottle things. Are those still a thing? I don't know. So they were like little tiny wax bottles and you would like rip the top open and inside there was like something. Like oh, a, really? Like a, a, a filling, a juice, a jelly. I don't know what it was. Mm. Because I always avoided them. <laughs> okay. I don't remember those at all. Bethany says dots. Oh, yeah. Same thing with the circus peanuts. They look like they shouldn't actually be food, but they're just little tiny candies that you peel off. Yeah. And Anne here says the only worst candy is the candy that has been tampered with. Now, let's settle something right now. Uh, I did some research on this. And since 1950, zero cases of children being really sick or passing away from tampered candy. And in fact, even over the last like 10 years, there's only been like four cases of candy ever being tampered with. So all these posts that you see about people being like, watch out, there's meth in that candy. It's like, no, no. Yeah, but probably not. <laughs> it's fine to be cautious, but be no cautious. need to be totally afraid of that yeah. because, yeah, that's it's not a. There's a lot of myths out there floating yeah, around. Yeah, and I promise, drug dealers want money uh, for their drugs. So. And as a parent, when my son was at trick or treating age, my main concern wasn't tampering with candy; it was the weather. Yeah, <laughs> that was know? it. Yeah, exactly. That was it. It was the weather. And how long that kid would keep his costume on. Yes. <laughs> you know, it felt so special. You got to wear it like till it's so gross. All right. So what's the worst Halloween candy? That is the question. Give us your answer by tapping the chat button on the KFR app. Be a part of the show by clicking the chat button on the 103.3 KFR app. 103.3 KFR. Good morning. Good morning. Stay in Chelsea. We have your question of the day. What's the worst Halloween candy? Give us your answer by tapping that chat button on the KFR app. Uh, Katia says good and plenty. What is that? Do you know? I've never had the candy, but I know what it looks like. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Christy says double bubble gum. Oh, I'm never turning that down. I am now because my jaw just can't take it. Look, you chew that thing for like 10 seconds. The flavor disappears. Now you're just like chewing on a balloon basically in your mouth. <laughs> Yeah, that was very descriptive. You're welcome. You're welcome, mm. America. Uh, Brandy says spiced gumdrops. I don't think I've ever heard of spiced gumdrops. I've never heard of it, but I'm in. Yeah, I'll try it at least once. 
James says, Butterfingers, Pixie Sticks, Baby Ruth. James, who Sorry, hurt you? James, are you okay? Are you allergic to peanuts? Maybe peanut butter? Like, there's something, there has to be a reason here. Because I, I ate three or four miniature Butterfingers in bed last night before I fell asleep. Wow, here we are. Two ends of the night. spectrum here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I ate you to Butterfingers and eating them in bed. I'm confident in Kirby. Yeah. Someone named Santa Red on Facebook, that is their username on Facebook, said, one not eaten is the worst Halloween candy. <laughs> one that you don't eat. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Bo says cotton candy. Who's handing out cotton candy for Halloween? I've never seen that before. Ever. No, me either. Hmm. I would take it, though, I think. Uh, Peter says those Neapolitan coconut candy bars. I don't know those either. Wow. Dana is How only specific from... on like a few candies. Yeah, huh? I'm, I actually. So they're like I layered. I feel shame. Yeah, you should. Uh, <laughs> it's like. It's like different layers huh. of like the, you know, the chocolate and the vanilla and the strawberry, but it's like covered in coconut. No, I am. I'm, I'm in. I'm really trying I'm, to explain. I'm doing hand gestures and everything to Dana for those okay, who can't I, see. Listen, I, <laughs> I will go find them later today. It's candy. Joe says any candy that says extreme sour and then is disappointingly not extremely sour. Burn a hole in my cheek or stop. Bra- what? Stop bragging candy bag. Is that a thing? I don't understand what just happened there. So he says, burn a hole in my cheek or stop bragging, candy bag. Oh, sorry. There's a comma there. Reading is hard for me today. (laughs) And finally here, Tommy says, turkey dinner candy corn. Now let me say, as soon as I saw this answer, I had to look it up to see if this was real. And it is. It's like turkey dinner flavors. What? Candy corn style. So We've gone too far. We have. Like, yeah. We didn't stop. What's that line from Jurassic Park? We we were so focused on doing it, we didn't stop to ask if we should. <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> Wait, that's that's a monster creation. That is bonkers. Like a turkey flavored candy corn. I'm not putting regular candy corn in my mouth. And you want me to try a turkey flavored one? I I will not be trying that. There are a couple on this list I've never heard of that I'm in that I'll try, even though it was someone's least favorite. But the turkey dinner candy corn, out. One hundred percent out. Not. Not going to do it. <laughs> All right. Well, you can keep the answers coming in or just chat with us in real time anytime by tapping that chat button on the KFR app, and I will poorly read it. Coming up next with Dana and Chelsea. <laughs> on the way next. We want to feel good, so how about some good news? Yeah, Feel Good Friday. This one, don't be alarmed. It is coming out of Indiana. Huh? Feel Good News. Yeah. Every once in a while, every, something good. Every one and again. Yeah, we got to do, do it. We got to do it. All right. That's coming up next. Dana and Chelsea in the morning. I listen every morning. On 103.3 KFR. Be part of the show by clicking the chat button on the 103.3 KFR app. 103.3 KFR. Good morning. Good morning. Dana and Chelsea. We get bad news all the time. But how about some good news with uh, Feel Good Friday? So this is out of Indiana. Uh, A woman who is the mother of a former NICU baby has opened a hospital hair salon to spoil other parents of high-risk newborns. Now, to me, this is such a great idea. Like, I can't believe this hasn't been done before. Maybe it has, and I just didn't hear about it. But this woman's name is Sarah, and four years ago, her daughter was born premature and has spent about, like, four months uh, in the neonatal intensive care unit, excuse me, otherwise known as NICU. So she understands firsthand, like, the stress that the parents are going through. Uh, The hospital where her daughter was uh, born announced that they were trying to open a hair salon in the building. Well, when she heard that, she's 
said, let me help. She is a professional hairstylist who owns her own salon in oh. Carmel, Indiana. Okay. So she donated a chair from her salon, convinced one of her suppliers to donate like over like $150 worth of products like shampoo, hair, you know, conditioner, things like that. And uh, volunteers her time to pamper these parents. Inside this space, I love this. Uh, these parents can relax in a hydro massage chair. Ooh. They can take a little nap in a nap pod, which I think is just like a little space where it's completely dark and maybe shut off from sound. And like snack on some fruit and granola bars, things like that. And then, uh, like I said, Sarah volunteers her time to like give shampoos, conditioners. She gives head massages, things like that. Uh, the salon is open to all patients who deliver at the hospital. For, but from what I've read, a lot of the uh, people that go to deliver at this hospital, which is Riley's Hospital for Children, are usually like at risk. Like there's usually something going on. So a lot of these yeah. parents, not just the normal stress level for birth, but like even more so because there's this risk. Yeah, that, I'm sorry. I, I just know uh, because I've had family go through this before yeah. that you know, the world around you does not stop. It, but all of a sudden it. you have to. Yeah. Now you are stressed out, uh, hoping that your kid is going to be oh, okay. Oh, my goodness. You're also having to take a bunch of time off of work. You may already have a family at yep. home that you're not being able to attend to. Uh, the amount of pressure and stress on these moms after giving birth yeah. is... It's a level that we could never understand if we haven't been through it. And think about so it, this too. this is incredible. Yeah, there's not, it's not like there's a specialty children's hospital in every single town. So yeah. parents might also having to be spending time away, from, like far away from their home. So I love that this is just a little bit of pampering and relaxation. Uh, apart from the salon experience, Sarah Pulley is her name. She said she just wants parents who feel isolated to know you've got this. And that's why she decided to do all this. And by the way, if I remember correctly, if she is in Carmel and she's doing this at Riley... Um, she's making a 45-minute drive yeah. to donate her time yeah. and chair and all of this other all stuff. All the things, yeah. which I just, it's just so wow. incredible. Just one of those ways where you're like, you know what? I've been through something like this. What can I do to help other people yeah. that have been through stuff like this? If you want to get more details, I have it right now at WKFR.com or the KFR app. Love that. Good news. Yes, Out of Indiana. I love this. <laughs> Indiana, we knew you could Good do job. it. Good job. Good job. And that is your Feel Good Friday. Coming up next with Dana and Chelsea. All right, well, on the way next, we made you feel good. Now we're going to make you feel Florida. That's right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that could have been poor, worded better. Poorly worded. Poorly yeah, worded. Well, yeah. Florida man Friday. <laughs> comes, man. I just can't miss it. You can't swear. Star walking on 103.3 KFR. Uh, listen, things are going all right here up in Michigan, knock on wood. <laughs> Especially when we, uh, you know, take a gander down to Florida. Yeah, it's yeah. Florida man Friday. really cannot believe that people still haven't learned this lesson um in florida a man during the state of emergency which was oh, right no. after hurricane ian uh the local sheriff's office was responding to a fire uh in a helicopter so like they had one unit up in a helicopter that they were assessing damage they were trying to guide ground units you know what i mean like the power's out it's it's chaos after a hurricane it's absolute chaos so um it's important what the helicopter is doing, right? Right. Well, that's when this guy named Nick, a grown man at 44 years old, decided to point a powerful laser directly at the helicopter. Why? 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 You're a man trapped in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian. You see a helicopter. Your first thought is, point something shiny at it. Come on. Uh, maybe he thought because the power was out, he wouldn't be caught. Maybe he also forgot the fact that most of, at least in Florida... 
the sheriff's office units, the helicopter units, usually have infrared cameras or something yes. like heat-seeking cameras on there. Now, I don't know if that's how they caught him, but regardless, they did catch this guy, and now he's in jail. Yes, you can go to jail for pointing a laser at a police helicopter because there is a chance of, like, blinding the, the pilot, things yes, like that. there's a lot that can happen. And they they have systems in place yes. to act immediately. As soon as a laser pointer happens on an airplane or a helicopter, they call it in and they're able to find these people yes. incredibly fast. <laughs> yes. just, of all the things, my man, like, there's so much more going on. Are you that bored that you're pointing a laser at a helicopter? And what? What are you getting out of that? That's what I'm saying. None of this makes a sense. A federal offense for what? Yeah. Yeah. And now that's on your record forever. And I, I don't even know how much it costs to get him out of jail for that one. But it's... Uh, and like you pointed out, you're doing this during a state of emergency. While, while people are needing help yes. and you are slowing the process down. Yes. It's not like he was just like another Tuesday night where they're like they're chasing a guy down the street or something. No. This was after a hurricane. It's not Okay. Do we just need to get all people, all people that have laser pointers, do we need to get them cats? So, yes. Is that is that the only I way to fix this? This is the perfect solution. Yeah. Yes, give them a cat and just chase that if around. If you have never played with a cat and a laser pointer, you haven't lived. No, I would agree. It is very entertaining. Yeah, my cat loves it. You will never mess with a flying object with that thing again. <laughs> oh, Florida. Come on. Coming up next, Dan We would like to give away some money. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. That's pretty much the whole thing. No, yeah. no big deal. <laughs> Another pin for your chance to win up to thirty thousand dollars coming up just after eight. Good luck. Dana and Chelsea in the morning. Be part of the show by clicking the chat button on the 103.3 KFR app. Wakes me up and gets me work. On 103.3 KFR. Progressive. Kalamazoo's number one hit music station, 103.3 KFR. Good morning. Good morning. Uh it's Dana and Chelsea, and listen, October you may not know, is National Pizza Month. I'm too busy trying to pick out what kind of candy I'm going to have to try to restrain myself from eating, you know? <laughs> I Do you have a favorite pizza topping or just a favorite way you like your pizza? My go-to is I generally, if I'm really craving pizza, I like the pan Mm-hmm. Like crust. Oh, yeah, it's pan crust all the way. And I usually put some onion and peppers on it. And if I need like an extra dose of protein, I don't even know what that means. I put chicken on it too. So chicken, peppers, and onions. You say this as if you're actually making the pizza yourself. Are you doing that? Oh, God, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I'll leave for Dan. Thank you know what I mean? The clarification. <laughs> Absolutely You not. were doing actual hand movements. It's not that I the was. audience could see that yeah. you were preparing chicken with your hands. Yeah, I just, I can't help talking with my hands. No, you know? it's all good. <laughs> Um, apparently my, my selection, uh, as far as my circle of people that I would eat pizza with on a fairly regular basis, mine is frowned upon and I mm. don't understand why. Okay. Uh, it's barbecue chicken Hawaiian. It's kind of a mixture of two. So I right. have barbecue sauce, but I also have chicken and so on. Uh, always a pan pizza. The reason why we bring all this up, we're asking for people to vote for their favorite pizza places in Southwest Michigan. That's right. And, uh, yeah, sometimes, I will be lazy and just throw a Jack's pizza in the oven. Sure, right? sure. Just pepperoni and sausage. That just gets me by. But that pizza that makes you happy. I know. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. Like the pizza. That's what we're talking about. So go to WKFR.com right now and you can vote for your favorite pizza place in Southwest Michigan. And uh, by the time all of this voting is done... We'll have new places to go enjoy pizza. Which, like, I mean, win-win for all of us, right? Like a popularity contest for these local pizza places, and we get more pizza. Love it. I love pizza. All right, get your vote on right now. WKFR.com. 103.3 
103.3 KFR. Good morning. Good morning. Staying in Chelsea, and uh, we're going to get out of here. It's time to go. But listen, we have your chance to win up to $30,000 with a $30,000 fill-up powered by Mr. Don's Restaurant. And we have another pin coming soon. Yeah, make sure you're listening for those like through 5 p.m. Each pin is another chance to win either that $100 that, you know, 10 people are winning a day or that grand prize of $30,000. Life-changing money. Uh, And by the way, we're doing something kind of new at KFR on Fridays. Your drive home has gotten a little funkier. I like this. I like it a lot. It's the Ride Home Remix with Lauren Gordon. And what happens is you're going to hear a lot of uh, current hits mixed in with some throwbacks. uh, And it's all remixed by this guy named DJ Digital. It is fire. Um, Yeah. It's on fleek. Because, you know, you've just got on fleek, please. (laughs) It was the hand motion that you did with that. Yeah. Yeah, but like on your way home, you're getting ready for the weekend. You finally made it through the work week. Yeah. Give me some remix. It is the best way to end the work week. Yeah. So make sure you check that out. Five o'clock right here on 103.3 KFR. Let's get out of here. Let's do it. Have a great day, everybody. In fact, have a great weekend. Yeah. And uh, be nice to people. Yes, please.